0: Hey, what's going on everybody? It's Thea Sam here. Welcome to Unleash The Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening and a special thank you to those of you who continue to leave ratings and reviews of this podcast on your platform. Guys, it means the world. I love reading through them and honestly, it just just puts a big smile on my face when I see uh, how the podcast has been impacting you. So I want to thank you guys for that and if you haven't already, but you are listening to the podcast, you're getting some value out of the things that we're doing here, then I want to invite you to do exactly that, to give us a listen, uh, to give us a rating rather, give us a rating and a review. Uh, Just let people know what you enjoy about it, uh, what they could expect when they listen to this. Okay, we're not looking for you to pump our tires here or leave some sort of hokey review but if you really do find some value then um then that would just mean the world and it's going to signal to other people like you hey this is valuable and this could be really impactful let me just read you uh, one comment that's come lately that man i this, these kinds of comments just kind of rock my world these podcasts have literally started changing my behavior and life I am in the middle of a separation, divorce, and am praying that me becoming a better man will turn this around. These have given me tools in which I know I now know the root of my infidelity and porn addiction. Thank you, Cynthia, for being so transparent and real. I hope one day I can report my progress and success report. Hey, man, I can't wait to hear that as well. And um, I'm telling you, you, you guys, like those kinds of uh, comments are kind of uh, kind of crazy Um, so thank you thanks for just taking the time to write it those of you that have done it already if you haven't please uh, you can leave a rating review on your major platform we'd really appreciate it all right today we are talking about how to identify trauma from the past without fabrication really interesting subject and something that I have really um, spent a lot of time thinking about over the years and The reason is because memory is incredibly unreliable. (laughs) There's just no other way to slice it. Memory is so unreliable. Um, It's kind of wild the amount of things that influence our memory and how quickly we can fortify something in our craniums about past events that is completely untrue. We do it in an instant. Uh, We're going to do an episode on this uh, soon. I think it's actually going to come out next week. And we're going to talk a little bit about how to nip trauma in the bud. And it's so funny because one of the best ways that you can nip trauma in the bud is confronting it early and often. So the the classic example there is you get into a car accident, your brain tells you we don't want to drive anymore or maybe the accident happened on the highway. We don't go on highways anymore. Highways are dangerous. They're not safe. Well, the best thing you can do is get in a car, drive on the highway. Now, make sure that you do that in a way that's, you know, you need some safeguards. Like you probably need somebody with you and you should probably do it at a time of the day where there's not lots of traffic. And, you know, there's ways you can set yourself up for success, but you need to quickly and frequently hit on those fears otherwise the trauma is going to really build now not all traumas have that kind of application that's not really the point of today's episode the point is if you do not if you do not confront something that happens and and write down the details and get super clear on what actually took place it's very very likely that your brain will fabricate details now you might be thinking sathya that's a little bit of an overstatement don't you think it's a bit sinister yada 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 no i do not um, because i have witnessed this in my own life and i've now witnessed it having just worked with so many guys who are going through their traumas and trying to make sense of it all there is a a very well-known neurobiologist his name is dr joe dispenza and he said this this is a a paraphrase not a direct quote he said roughly 50 percent of all memory is synthesized because when a memory is initially formed it elicits an emotional response and our, our desire to recreate the emotional response is often left with a gap, as in a gap in knowledge, a gap in details. We've revisited something, oh, that's not as bad as I remember it or whatever. And so um, his his case and and what his research has demonstrated is that actually what we do to fill in those gaps is we fabricate. We, we plug the holes with details of the story that may or may not be true, but all of it is with the goal in mind is to elicit the same emotional response that we felt when the incident originally took place. And obviously, I realized how like um, this, this could this is dangerous information because you could just take all this and say, well, then I guess my memory is useless. I was probably never traumatized. I was probably never abused, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 50%. Remember, he didn't say all memory is fabricated. He just said that sometimes we stretch details. Sometimes we elaborate or embellish a little bit. And as a result, it starts to create these stories that are not entirely true. It's the reason why sometimes you hear a story that's been passed down a few generations in a family. And then one you, you know, maybe you, you say it back to one of your cousins and your aunt or uncle is like, what? That's not, that's not the story. What happened? Where like, where did you hear that from? Why? Because the, the details have changed, right? Because maybe somebody heard the story, it elicited this kind of response in them. And for them to be able to communicate that same level of emotion and internal response, they elaborated on something. They exaggerated a couple of details. These things happen all the time. Now the other side of it is, and you know, one of our clients had asked this recently, like if I'm digging into my trauma, how do I know like that this is what really happened? And how do I how do I know I'm not just Riding the wave of like, oh, I have all these parent wounds and, you know, yeah, you know, I think my mom did do this. Oh, man, you know, like more trauma to deal with. Like, you know, it, it can be like misery loves company, right? And, and if you're not careful, sometimes these more cynical elements of recovery can, can become really dark really quick and really destructive, right, in the recovery process. So I want to just give you a couple guiding principles today. There's not, nothing profound, nothing super clinical about this, but a couple things that you need to consider as you're working through parts of your past. Number one, were there other people involved? Because if there were other people involved, you would be very wise to go and hear their story. Now, their story does not mean that it's completely reliable. I've heard some people share stories about you know the same events that I've experienced, and I'm like... Man, you might be right, I trust you, but those details are so different, or maybe it's one specific detail, that's so different, I I think you're wrong, right? So like, all, all I'm saying is you don't have to, you don't have to just take it all at face value, but it's probably gonna solidify some details, and it'll probably bring a little bit more clarity. So I would say asking other people if it's applicable, super helpful. Okay, the second thing. We um, Our our rule for recovering from elements of our past, you may remember this. We've done episodes about it before. It's outlined in the book with like crystal clarity because it's so important. We only look at our past long enough to learn. We only look at our past long enough to learn. That means when you're revisiting trauma, we are not trying to find every single trauma that's out there. What we're trying to do is be learners and to ask ourselves, are there things that need to be resolved so we can move forward? Or are there things that need to be patched up? Are there things I've forgotten about that I need to remember? Are there things I'm remembering that I need to forget? Like all we're doing is looking at it with the intent to grow and to learn and then to move forward. It, it must lead to greater activity, to greater motion in the direction that God's called us to, to heal, to be whole, to be restored, and then to eventually step into the things that he's called us to. So that's number two. Okay, so number one. Is that we uh, we ask for other people to give us insights if it's applicable, if it's relevant. Uh, number two is we only look at our past long enough to learn, and number three, and this is a really important one, we want to give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. Now here's here's the reason why. Okay, this is very important. If if the reason memories are created are inextricably linked with emotion and trying to create emotional responses, even if even if the memories are fabricated. Even if there's elements to them that are completely made up or stretched or untrue, you and I can still pay attention to the memories. We can pay attention to how they made us feel to some of the, the feelings and, and the emotions and the paradigms and perceptions that are attached to it. And we can work through those because that's where the real healing is going to come anyway. Like if this is a police report, then yes, the facts matter. But if this is about you healing from your trauma, it doesn't matter what truly happened or didn't happen. It's more about your perceived reality and working through that perceived reality until you reach a resolution. So we wanna give ourselves the benefit of the doubt to know that, hey, yeah, if we're pretty sure this happened, let's trust it. Let's let's obviously, we'll ask around and we'll see if we can you know, maybe get some more information to get some clarity. But the point is the memory's there for a reason and we would be wise to pay attention to it, to see what it's trying to teach us and then to work through it and and allow it to actually become, as uh, my friend Jubral likes to say, let those those sad parts of our lives become our superpowers. And that's what I would encourage you to do. So again, it's a very broad subject. There's a lot more to this. But I hope this is going to give you at least a bit of a framework and some tenets that you can hang your hat on as you explore your trauma. And if you are doing that, I just want to say kudos to you, man. Well done. It takes a lot of courage to even reach that stage. You'll be so glad you did. Make sure you're doing it with a professional, somebody who can actually guide you through a process, whether that's a coach like myself, it's a therapist. There's lots of people out there who can help you. But the more support you have, the more effective you're going to be and probably the more quickly you're going to work through it as well. So that's everything for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye.